Welcome to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. And welcome back to me. <laughs> welcome, welcome to you. <laughs> do you like that? I do. Yes. Why? Why do I always got to start off like this? I hate. I need to get it together. Someone's got to do it. Okay. It's and I, it's not me today. <laughs> so I'm going to start off by asking Please. myself what's been going on because yeah. I was dumped. Oh, yeah. I was dating this guy who I talked about in the last podcast, Mike. Or no, two podcasts ago because I couldn't even mention him last podcast because it was in the process of being dumped. And so here I am. It happened. It sucks. It seems like it was a longer process than that typically can be. Yeah, it's because he almost ghosted silent treated treatment on me. Mm. It was excruciatingly painful because it was like a mental mind fuck. I'm so. so sorry. That's terrible. Yeah, but those are the consequences of being trans and trying to date people. Still, I had hope. I had hope for that one. Yeah, I did too. He was he was a good guy. Well, at least we thought so. Well, when it was, yeah, when yeah. it was, when it was, it was good. Because Rob met him. I did. My brother met him. Actually, my entire family met him. Yeah, and yeah, all my friends on that side of the line and. Yeah, it's it was kind of a slap in the face because it just came out of nowhere. But yeah, well, I mean, onward and upward, onward and upward. But here's the thing, because I'm going to go into it because I don't fucking care. <laughs> the reason he decided he didn't want to date me anymore is because I'm trans. He knew I was trans when we started dating almost two months prior. So I don't know what the fuck changed, except the fact he uh, lost his manhood or he lost his sensibility. I don't know what happened, but what do you think? Dr. Rob, diagnose this. I'm so not the guy to... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It's, it's really frustrating because, yeah, just even seeing, you know, seeing the way that he was with you. Oh, in my head. This caught even... me completely off guard. Yeah, we were together less than two months, but in my head, I was like, I could, you know, potentially be with this guy in an actual relationship. And I think he felt the same way. And that's why it went downhill, because it scared him. When like, and the crazy is I know that, you know, he even instigated a lot of like activities together. And um, he brought me presents. That stupid Wonder Woman book I talked about the other day. He brought me that as a present. I have fucking the Blu-ray of... um, Mad Max Fury Road because I only had it on DVD before. That's a that was a nice guess. That's a good good upgrade. Um, That's a good upgrade. But like, yeah, and, and I know that even like you know he instigated uh, going to the Pride March. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, it's just it's it's a little frustrating because it is very mixed messages. Um, and as someone who obviously was not necessarily part of that relationship, it surprised me, and it is frustrating and. I'm very sorry that happened to you. Um, but at least I do. I, I don't know. I, I unfortunately it feels like this relationship. You know, the, what happened with it is not through no fault of yours, which is annoying because that's not a thing that you can correct or avoid in the future. Yeah, and that that's just that's not fair, and that's that's really sad, and that sucks. Like, yeah, I just want to say like if. 
any of you are dating somebody who's trans or might potentially just treat them like human beings and not a piece of trash. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on. I am, well, this comes out Wednesday, which is basically right now because it's like almost midnight. Yeah. But I'm going to be going to Comic-Con today. And Ooh. that's the other thing. Yeah. So, I'll be there Wednesday to Sunday. So and next week, we'll have a Comic-Con edition. Is Wednesday hopefully. preview night? Yes. Oh. Yes, it is. Well, there's a thing I may want you to get for me. However, I don't know if I'm going to actually get to Damn the convention. It. But I'll be there Thursday morning. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. Well, you'll yes, hear about it. Yes, give me a list. You'll, no, you'll Travis hear about... has my a list. <laughs> you'll Let hear about guess. it on the podcast. We will uh, talk uh-huh. about it. I kind of know what's happening. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it might be the same thing Travis wants. I, I think so. We'll <laughs> see when we get to the vinyl frontier. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what's going on with you? Um, no. Let me guess. Work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, outside of work, I'm going to go ahead and say not a whole lot. Um, small little you know lifey stuff over the weekend. Todd and I we bought uh, a Costco membership. We are now officially members Ooh, of Costco. I'm a business member. Oh, yeah. Because you mean business, but it doesn't mean any difference. Hey, you mean business? Damn it. it. It used to mean something, but now it's just a typical membership. Well, instead of it being a business member, I am a premier executive Ooh, member. Ooh, you get the good points. I uh, get that two percent rebate. Yes, um, and that adds up. It does. I've seen it. So yeah, Todd and I went, and it was so funny. Um, You're like, we bought a TV. What's well, like? We, we like we were being so because like often often we go to, to Costco um we go with my mom and my mom's just sort of like oh you like oh we, we look and like oh what a cool rice cooker and she's like let me just get it for you because yeah. you could use a rice cooker you know she she worries that her son isn't eating you could use a six pound tub of mayonnaise totally it's a, it's a that's uh, Todd calls that a mayonnaise baby okay um because it's about the size of a baby um and so we uh you know, often we go with my mom she's just sort of like oh. Grab that rice cooker. You should have a rice cooker. This is a thing you can use. You know, I like my boy eating brown rice kind of thing. And this time when we went, it was just like, okay, wait, we're, we're, it's just the two of us. We need to buy just the essentials. We can't go nuts. I mean, like, everything in Costco is essential. Oh my God. And like, and we were actually really, really judicious on most things where we were sort of like, well, you don't really need this. So we, you know, we put a lot of stuff back. Like we'd pick it up and be like, no, we put it back. Yeah. And uh, at the end, it was it was cute. My mom always plays the game whenever we leave, leave Costco. After she checks out, uh, on the way from the register to the uh, the person who highlights your receipt, yes. she always plays the game of what was the most expensive thing we bought. Ooh. And often the answers will surprise you. Sometimes they won't. It's usually the scotch that she buys for my stepdad okay. or uh, the six-pack of Sonicare toothbrush heads. It's usually one of those two oh, things. Oh, or the razors. Oh, yeah. like Razor heads. Of, a lot of toiletries. Even, actually, toilet paper can be astonishingly expensive. You get, like, 30. enough to build a village. Yes. But, like, you, it, it's still, you know, it's actually more expensive than you'd think. Um, but just they're, like, so much they're like triple rolls and you get like oh. 35 of Oh, no, them. I'm not saying the value isn't there. I'm just saying you buy enough where the price is still high. It's a situation <laughs> where like, where the fuck do I store this thing? Oh, yeah. You start like using it as pillows and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I, it, instead, because like we weren't buying anything crazy, um, as we were checking out, I was like, all right, let's just, let's do a different game. How much do you think this is going to cost at checkout? Oh, I always got that game. Well, and Todd was like, I don't know, like 175 And I was like, nope. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Nope. Try three. I was like, 350 is what I'm guessing. And he's like, no, no way. 
375. Mm-hmm. So I would have won that showcase. Unfortunately, at Costco, when you win the showcase, they don't give it to you. You just earn the right to pay for pay it. Pay more. And so, but you get 2% back. I got like almost eight bucks back in okay. rebates from that. So it's going to add up. Uh, that but- sounds like a Nordstrom scam, if you ask me, with those damn rewards. But <laughs> Nordy bucks. So that was a fucking ripoff. Yeah. So we did the Costco thing. But other than that, like went to a friend's birthday party in uh, Canyon Country, which is a little far away, but we had a good time. Good cool. to see them. And um, and but like the it's funny, like some of the biggest stuff was we did. We watched a lot of TV. Um, what did you see? I saw some. Watch. I I've seen some of those. Uh, I've seen TV. <laughs> yes. Um, the box. <laughs> I finished. Frasier season six. Oh, boo. So I'm into season seven now and loving it. Just end it. End it all. <laughs> it, it'll end in like four seasons uh, or five oh, seasons. God. So um, I am loving, stop. loving Frasier season six. I'm over halfway through the show. Mm, um, congratulations. And we finished the new season of Orange is the New Black. Still have not started at season three. I started. I hated it. Season three is terrible. Yeah, I think we've gone over this. Yeah, it's just bad. It's bad. But four is good. But the end of three is good, I hear. Uh. No, never mind. No. I hear bad things happen, but it's good. Eh. Okay. Yeah, season three is not great. Very lackluster. Yeah, season four is good, though. Season five is great. Uh, And, um, yeah, so we finished that. I got through Frasier season six. And uh, Todd and I went to go see... A little movie called Spider-Man Homecoming. Have you seen that yet? Spider-Man. No, because he's no Nathan Drake. I'm vetoing it. He is Nathan Drake, though, technically now. (laughs) I mean, he is, but... Not on my, not by my watch. (laughs) I am kind of curious, like, um, what you will think after you see Spider-Man. Is that good? Yeah. Like, it's funny, because I know everyone's, like, right now... I loved him in The Avengers? Oh, yeah, Civil War. Or no, uh, Captain America, Civil War. Yeah. I loved him in that film. When, is he only, he's only... And I love that they're making Spider-Man Homecoming. But then when they announced the Nathan Drake, it just turned me off. Well, and he's only in the suit in Civil War, right? You never see his face. No, you see him. Oh, do you? He has a little moment in okay. his bedroom. And... I, I haven't seen Civil War yet, so. Oof. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one that Todd and I have not seen yet. <laughs> it's so good. The Captain America ones are always the last ones we see. Like, we didn't see Winter Soldier until oh, that one's even better. late last year. That was the best one. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming. I know everyone right now is in love with Baby Driver, and I get it. Oh yeah, that movie. The movie's hip. Uh, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I didn't love Baby Driver. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, Spider Man Homecoming, though, I can just flat out say that I loved it. Better than Wonder Woman. Marvel movies are different from DC movies. I'm gonna go. I had a better time at Spider Man than I did Wonder Woman. Hmm. Wonder Woman is by far the best of the DC relaunch stuff, and it's a good movie. Um, Spider Man is just fun. It's as fun as it needs to be. All right. And, especially, and is Vulture cool? Vulture's great. Vulture is a great villain. Okay. No, like they, they did it. Like the villain is, is on point. Um, and it's funny. A friend of mine posted this on Facebook and I thought it was a really interesting sort of thing. I could be reversing them, but I think it's accurate this way. Um, he said that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies were like, he loved Spider-Man, not Peter Parker in those movies. And then. Well, Spider-Man's costume was so cool. Well, 
And he, I think it looked better than it did now. But he, now. he loved him, though, in costume. Like, the, his superhero persona, he yeah. loved. He has hated Peter Parker. Yeah. And then in the Andrew Garfield movies, he really he liked the Peter, Peter Parker, Parker, but he, he didn't love the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. This movie nails both. Like, the Peter Parker character is charming and fun. And um, even, like, his best friend character is it's so funny. good. Yeah. I remember him yeah. from the other film. And, like, everything... Um, it feels like just kind of everything they did made sense. And, like, I love the fact that for being the third sort of relaunch of this character in the film world, we don't get an origin story. Thank, Thank God. I'm so sick of watching Uncle Ben die. It's like watching the the, the Wayne family die in the alley. Like, we've seen it. Over we get it. and over. Yeah. Stuff it down your throat. We get we it. Know. They die. The pearls hit the ground. Like, yes. I'm done. And so, thank God, there, there is no Uncle Ben in this movie. Not even a flashback what to What about him. his rice? <laughs> the, the, the rice is, of course, delicious. Okay, no good. one can forget that. Okay. But, like, <laughs> even, like, um, the kind of young Aunt May is great. It's Marissa Tomei. Yes, Marissa Tomei. Okay. Um, and, like, yeah, the, the villain's good. The hero's good. The sidekick is good. The cameos from Iron Man are not gratuitous or unnecessary. They're really good. Um, like, just everything about it. And, like, the the humor landed. Uh, Zendaya. Who directed it? I don't know his name. Okay. But um, Zendaya is in it. And she is fucking killer. Every single scene, scene she's in, she totally kind of steals. Who's Zendaya? She is... I don't know why she's famous. I know that, like, Juliana Rancic on Fashion Police said that, like... She looked like she would smell like patchouli because she had like dreadlocks or something, and um, she had to do a. Uh, is she apology. in Black Panther? I don't know. She had to do an apology because she was like, uh, oh, because it's very kind of racist. racist, yeah. Um, so she is. Uh, is she Egyptian or she is an American actress, singer, and dancer. From 2010 to 2013, she starred in the Disney Channel sitcom Shake It Up as the character Rocky Blue. Okay, well, nobody knows what that is, so. Yeah, I, that's not really my age group thing, but um, but yeah, that is her. She is awesome. And also the um the She has great brows. The movie was really great because it has and this is a thing that um someone I didn't even think about it until someone pointed out to me. It has a ton of sort of racial diversity, which is great. And it just feels like I didn't even think about it. It's just is there. It's just how it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. It's Whatever. A- you might have sold me, but I'll probably wait till it's on DVD. Go on see it in theaters. It's fantastic. VHS. It is so good. Laser disc. So good. Like, I think it might be like as much as like. <gasps> don't say it. As much as don't Lo- say it if you don't mean it, Rob. As much as like Logan is my favorite superhero film. Uh huh. But we don't count that. I think Spider-Man: Homecoming may be possibly my favorite superhero movie. Possibly. I don't know. I had that much fun. As my jaw hits the floor. Like, I cannot think of a time where I was not entertained in that movie. It just worked. Okay, fine. I'll go see it. <laughs> um, Maybe that's what I'll see Sunday night at Comic-Con. It's fantastic. that's what we do to waste time so there's no traffic. Oh, yeah. Go see that movie. Yeah. Last year, we did um, Star Trek. Oh, okay. With what, the, in the, not the, the, the third one? Yeah. Whatever that. What was it called? Beyond? Beyond. It was good in theaters. I, I don't think I would like it in on. I think it would look cheesy on like mm. the TV, but in the theaters because it's like more glamorized. Yeah, it, it was cool. Well, you should see it because it's fun. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah. So you mean uh, I shouldn't see Wonder Woman a fifth time? No, go instead. see go see Spider Man. <laughs> um, and also the um, because yeah, it's weird. I 
it was like on the level of like fun that I had with Ant-Man. However, mm. um, Ant-Man just was a character I didn't really know and didn't care that much about. And Spider-Man was like familiar yet different and yeah, just excellent. Cool. But enough about that. I've been ranting about Spider-Man. I mean, I'm sick of him already. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, I saw something that also has to do with Genji Cohen. Oh, did you start watching Glow? I started and finished oh, shit. the first season. How many episodes is that first Ten, season? Ten. Oh, it's, it's like five hours because it's only half hour episodes. They're only half hour episodes, like 33 minutes from that. It's so good. And that final episode. I have not watched it. Obsessed. Uh. But I, I, when I saw that Genji Cohen was involved, I was like, okay, this is kind of like the orange is the new black in the ring version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was Each like, character kind of getting a backstory per episode. Kind I of thing. was like, this makes sense. Well, and there's, if there's one thing she does, she does a fucking killer female-led uh, ensemble cast. Yeah. But it's I something think that she just, just nails. I don't know if she's a writer on this one, is she? Uh, well, I mean, as a show creator, she... I know she's a producer. Yeah. And executive as, producer. And as creator, she tends to just sort of really... Stick her fingers in there. Yeah. Like, I think she she leaves her mark, and, and yeah. I think it's kind of hard to to separate her from that at that point. Yeah. Um, I've seen, I think, one and a half episodes, and I really liked what I've seen. Oh, it's so good. Um, I've seen just, like, smatterings. It's not like I saw any of episode one. I've just seen, like, part of episode... I've seen all of episode four and, like, part of episode three. Yeah. I can't wait till you see it so we can talk about the characters, because I love some of these characters. I saw the Wolf Girl episode. That's the one I saw. Uh, like, sort of a little bit more about her. She-Wolf. She-Wolf. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I really... um. I like Alison Brie a lot, so I'm I'm actually I really do want to watch it. Um, and uh, sorry, the company I work for did all of the trailers for that show. Really, all of them. Did they do the opening I, I little um, the logo animation? Logo animation. That's my. I, I love don't it. think we did the the title treatment for the show. It. We did the title treatment for the trailers, which oh. was similar but different. Okay, I um, don't know if I saw any trailers for it. Maybe I need to go back and watch. It features the song "Come On, Feel the Noise." Uh, for like the big one, but like the yeah, the main sort of the main trailer it has was really really good. Sweet. Yeah. So um, there's a billboard on Sunset that has the it's the cool picture you see everywhere, but it has glow in neon lights okay it's so cool it seems like that's a new thing that's happening a lot i've heard the atomic blonde uh, neon also i've I've heard a lot of the atomic blonde uh billboards are i've yet to see one but i know that um that's the thing they're doing with the neon blue which that movie comes out next week and i cannot cannot wait wait. cannot wait yes 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 precious did you ever read the graphic novel that's based on no do you have it i do not i just figured you might have read it it's called the coldest city no, I need to read it. Huh, okay. The coldest city. Remind <laughs> coldest me, city. I'll forget. The um, cul-de-sac. Got yes, it. The cul-de-sac. <laughs> um, yeah, so Saw Glow. I actually never watched it in the 80s, but I was obsessed with WWF. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one thing that the show has going for me that I don't care about is wrestling. But You never were, was into wrestling? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I love, like Travis's favorite was Jake the Snake Roberts and The Undertaker. And then my favorites were um, The Ultimate Warrior and Million Dollar Man, which obviously has killed mine in every round. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I never I never really got into to wrestling. Um, it's, it's similar to how like, uh, you know, what of um, I love Westworld. The one thing that turns me off about that show, the Western part. Oh, I don't care I about Westerns. that at all. How yeah. dare you? 
I'm more excited about Samurai World. Oh, see, and I have no. That's no much more love interesting to me. Like feudal Japan is much more interesting to me than the the Untamed West. Like that's so different. Well, it's like I think I would probably really like Firefly if it wasn't a cow like a western in space. If it was just a space show, I'd probably be way more into it. But the western qualities of it wow. really turned me off. Wow, I didn't know that about you. I'm yeah. a little offended, but that's okay because I'm yeah. not on board with your feudal feudal Japan. Actually, no, I'd be there. I'd watch that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is like even I, I'm always amazed whenever a show or um, a movie or something can make me care about a topic I don't care about typically. So I feel like Glow, if anything, just the the characters and the stories it's going to tell, I'm I'm going to enjoy anyway because I like its sense of humor. I just love the time period too. Oh the yeah, eighties. It's fun. Yeah, the costumes are fun. Even though I was looking, I was like. Um, I recognize that table because it's at Lamps Plus right now. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's not an 80s table. Yeah. Well, the 80s are back, though, at least. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> but yeah, because even like what, I mean, uh, one movie I was I'm amazed at how much I like it is Any Given Sunday. I could not care less about football. And that movie is great. I don't think I ever saw that. It's really good. I haven't watched it in years. I have no idea if it holds up. But... Is that with Sandra Bullock? No, oh. that's uh, The Blind Side. Oh, yeah. Um, Any Given Sunday is um, Al Pacino, Jamie Foxx. LL Cool J, Cameron Diaz. Uh-huh. It's uh, Oliver, yeah, Oliver Stone yeah. movie. So Never saw it. It's a good one. Speaking of TV, though. Yes. Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. I dropped it. Dropped oh, man. Seriously, I had that like down in my list here. Uh, oh, uh, correction for last week for anyone who was listening and ripped their hair out in fury because I was wrong. Uh, Marjorie's brother... Loris was not the one who was right there when it blew up, uh, when the wildfire blew up. He was actually in the, uh, the he was ready to be tried along with her where everybody blew up. The guy who was there when the candle goes down to the, the bottom and uh-huh. ignites everything was Cersei's nephew, I think. He was a Lannister uh-huh. who joined the Sparrows. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. who that guy was. That was not Loris. Loris was up with Marjorie, but he died still from the same explosion. Gotcha. So we were we were half right. He did die there so in that moment. Who corrected you? No one did. Oh, I just I was driving to work and I realized like, oh fuck, that wasn't him. And I was just like, and so I, I just wanted I wanted to at least self correct. No one had to call me out on it. Okay. Hey, I I wouldn't have even caught. No. All right. Well, I do kind of wonder if Good for you. if if uh, if one of our listeners who often does correct me is actually actively listening right now. For uh, he is on a uh, trip. You're talking about right Kevin? Now. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, like uh, so. Um, yeah, listener Nick is on a uh, trip right now, and um, Nick. so I don't know if he's actively listening or not. And if so, hello. I hope you're having fun. Hi. Come, come back soon. I I miss you at work. Uh, I and, miss you uh, at work too. <laughs> so um, but yeah, uh, self-correcting for anyone who cares. Very good. Speaking of Game of Thrones. Yes. So Game of Thrones premiered. It premiered. What do you think? I um, oh no, you don't. You didn't even. No, care. no, no. It was. <gasps> it was good. Um, the Game of Thrones has a certain pattern to it. Yes. Typically, the first what three episodes just just kind of setting up the story for the season. It doesn't really do a whole lot. Well, there wasn't a lot of action, but there was a lot of emotional action. Well, and there was a lot of of progress actually, like especially with you know certain groups of people. Um. And uh, we're not going to give away any spoilers, yeah, just so you know, yeah, so sp- you can listen. We're speaking broadly. Yes. Um, and so 
I feel like it was a little bit more active than a normal season premiere is of the show. Cause normally the season premiere is very much just like, Hey, remember who these characters are? Here's where they are. We might intimate where yeah. this season is going, but we're not really going to do it. Yeah. Cause like even, you know, typically it's, you know, it's, it's sort of rising action for episodes one through six, seven or eight is like your big action or maybe episode nine, if you're lucky, big, crazy, like, what the fuck episode. And then usually the final episode is the kind of falling action, giving you a little bit of a break. Yeah. The last two seasons have both ended real strong yeah. uh, for their finales. Because, like, I remember what, last last season, episode nine was a huge big deal, caught, did a ton of things. And I was like, cool. Episode 10 is going to be a total snooze fest. Instead, episode 10 fucking brought it harder than most episodes do. Yeah, um, that was such a great episode. Oh, my God. Amazing and so, finale. And so, yeah, this episode, um, it started off like we're not going details. No. Nope. So no worries here. It starts off really strong and actually gives you a really kick-ass payoff for waiting a year for a new season. Yes. And then it goes back into nor- its normal sort of cruise control, which I'm not unhappy about. No. Game of Thrones Cruise Control is great. What I like about this one that's a little different is in the other seasons, it was more like the King's Game of Thrones. Well, and now we're down to the Queen's. It is actually very cool that all the sort of key players really are female. Yeah. They're kind of like, well, the two heads of the most powerful armies or surrounding areas are both women. We got Cersei and we got Daenerys. Yeah. And and, and even Sansa is a force. She, she may not be yeah. in control, but she is a force and she's starting to recognize. But we know she's going to fight for a side and she has to choose. It's obviously Daenerys. She's not going to go fight for Cersei. Oh, no. Yeah. But yeah, and she's been kind of. She's been even really though she does say some interesting things in this season. She does. Like there are a lot of things that yeah. make you wonder what she's thinking. Yes, I'm thinking some Star Wars twists or something going on. And so, yeah, like they, um, yeah, uh, Sansa's definitely, I think, going to be someone to watch. Yeah. Um. So and yeah, something that if you um, nobody remembered, there was a curse on the family, the Lannister family, and I'm just going to reread it. Just so we remember it, so we can keep that in mind for this, you know, coming season, since none of us know exactly where it's going. So people can remember, huh? Because yes. the, the North remembers. So Cersei was told by a mysterious crone that her children would die, and then a young rival... Check and check and check. Yes. Right. Yep. And then a young rival would cast her down and take all that she holds dear. Good. Hmm. So... There are a lot of young rivals. There are several. Well, and I think that's might that might have been why she was so afraid of Marjorie. Yes, she was doing what she could well, to. Uh... She has a lot more than Marjorie to be afraid of now. Oh yeah. So... And actually, I think I know who that young rival may be. Do you? Maybe. Well, you can say it. this is all just hearsay. Okay. Yeah, it seems like that is probably going to be Arya. Really? She's the vengeful, violent one. And she, yeah. Like, she's, everyone else is willing to play the game to take her down. Arya seems to be the type to want to do the dirty work herself. And most people, from what I've read, think it's Jamie because technically he is younger. They're twins, though. He's barely younger. By a few minutes, but he's still younger. 
So everybody is thinking it's Jamie, but yeah, Arya. Oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. That that's very technical if Jamie is the one who does it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's actually a cool idea because yeah, I mean, if she were to go, given that there are no heirs, I guess it would go to the sibling. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Fun to think about. There, like this show has so much potential. I cannot wait to show to see and, where it takes us. Well, we'll talk about this later, but. When you're watching the show, the episode, there is a song that is sung in it, and it gives away a lot of detail as to what is possibly going to happen. I think everyone was too busy being distracted by who was singing the song. Yes. But if you break it down, it's like, okay. Mm. And I can't really say because I want you to watch the episode. So we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we're going to be on like a two-week delay. Like, do we talk about it next week? I don't know. Or do we... We could... Statute of Limitations. limitations Well, we could just sort of continue speaking broadly. Yeah, we could do that. Fine. Well, speaking of Game of Thrones, I don't know if there's any more um, movie stuff or, yeah. No, I got nothing. I mean, um, TV stuff, but that's what I've been playing, Game of Thrones Telltale series. Oh, how is it? I really enjoy it. Yeah? You play a house that is not present in the show. Okay, so they found a way to, to sort of like live outside of... The world, like outside the story we know, but in the world we know. In the world and actions you do have consequences or um, things that you do help progress what happens in the show. Okay. But it's like the behind the scenes of what you don't see happen in the show. That's kind of cool. So you're like a a silent or invisible force. Yes. And, um, yeah, you play House Forester, and their their claim to fame is that they make all of the super strong wood for all the armies, that the mm. shields and the armor and things like that. So there is a whole war, house war going on, and you're kind of, like, in the middle of everything, and you want certain... I mean, it's just like you're adding another house to the Game of Thrones, basically. And nice. You make decisions, obviously. It's telltale. And um, it happens i mean like some key points like parts in the show that happen are like joffrey's wedding oh um and uh what was another one i can't remember they're they're just just like main points in the story Mm -hmm. that's where these their stories take place how many episodes in are you i'm three out of six okay and you do play different characters throughout it but they're all in the same house forester that's cool so you play the brother the sister the young lord the whoever nice oh it's good too well there's a of course a rumor that telltale or i don't think there's a rumor i think telltale is probably going to be announcing something at comic-con oh and of course now everyone wants to know what it's going to be star wars my my sincere hope no because that would have been d3 uh, oh yeah, D23. Yeah, yeah would have been the time Star to announce that. My sincere hope is that it's going to be a season two of The Wolf Among Us. Ooh. Which would make sense. It's Comic-Con. I don't even... I, there was an article I read that someone even said, like, do we dare hold out more hope for The Wolf Among Us? I don't know if See, that... See, I didn't play that, so I don't know oh, how that one ended. It's so good. Um, And I don't know if that is... um. I don't even know if there's another one even uh, possible, like, coming in the future. Um, But uh, of all the things to be announced at Comic-Con, it does seem to be the one that would make Make the most sense, sense. unless they're doing a new IP. But Comic-Con's not even really about comics anymore. It's everything. Still. 
I want it. everything. But like, you know, I mean, because Borderlands, it makes more sense to announce at E3 because that's a straight up video game. Because video games have a presence at Comic-Con, but not like movies and TV yeah, it's and more comics. pop culture like, phenomena. And so um, it would be the perfect time for them to announce, like, a Buffy series or something. Oh, yeah. If they were to do something like that. But um, I'm hoping for a season Firefly. two of Among Us. It'd be amazing. Because uh, season one ended with, not a cliffhanger, is... but it, it, it ended with, it ended open. Did it? This yeah. is the first Telltale game I've ever played. Really? Yeah. Wow. They have a Batman one, too. Yeah. And, of course, they're doing Guardians of the Galaxy now. If they did a Catwoman one, I've played it already. But Batman, eh, whatever. The, the first one of Telltale I ever played was Jurassic Park. Okay, no good. It was not very good. Um, but then The Walking Dead happened, and The Walking Dead was them totally just knocking it out of the park. Season one of Walking Dead is just amazing. Hmm. And season two was good, but season one was real special. Gotcha. So is the, each episode a different season? Is that how they do it? Is Mm-mm. is that because I'm trying like oh like for Game of Thrones? I don't or? know. Like I'm trying to like follow the time period in Game of Thrones, but then I'm like I can't remember which seasons what happened. Well, Game of Thrones they are just sort of rocketing forward in time. I think like willy nilly. I don't think or unless they actually mean for each episode to be a season. For most things, it's just an episode is an episode and that is it. Like it Walking has Dead nothing to do with. Yeah. Oh, Walking gotcha. Dead uh, season 1, I think you might meet Glenn at one point for like a second and then he goes away. Or maybe he's in season 2 at one point and then he goes away. You don't meet anyone else from the Walking Dead crew. It's an entirely different set of characters. Okay. And um and so wow. they just did they do episodes you know, so you have like a, a full experience every time you play and then they all tie into one collective story. Um but yeah, the quick and dirty of what Game of Thrones is uh season 1 Ned gets bad things happening to him. Season 2 is the war on King's Landing with the wildfire from the ships where Tyrion gets the scar on his face. Season 3, Red Wedding. Mm. Season 4, yes, well episode 1 deals with the red the Red Wedding. Okay, so that's so episode one does that? Uh-huh. So that's season three, three. of the show. Okay. And then season four, Purple Wedding. And yeah. I believe the... Oh, and the Red Viper, uh, Oberyn Martell, his whole story. Okay. Season five, uh, Jon Snow dies. <gasps> season six, Jon we've Snow talked Snow. about <laughs> last time. So I know we weren't talking spoilers, but these were the old spoilers. We already talked about spoilers and, from last season. Yeah, and so, Jon Snow was... Alive on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the posters. But yeah, like they, uh, so that's the quick and dirty. Those, those are some of the bigger hits of the previous seasons. All right. Well, yeah. So, okay. So you're playing the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, I hear, um, I, I wish you luck and I hope you do well because from what I hear in that game, uh, you either uh, win or you die. Oh, like in the Game of Thrones. I was just trying to be cute. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and apparently I failed. Oh, Cersei, you're so sly. <laughs> um, I am, I was having a hard time figuring out what to play, actually, now that, um, I did those two games last weekend, and I was like, what the, what do I play? What do I play? Well, you could do what Keith did. What's that? And do DC Online Universe. Nope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His um, character's cute, though. It looks like Shredder in hot shorts, but... <laughs> wow. Um, 
Now, I actually, uh, I dual booted my computer recently so I could install Steam on Because like now my computer is both a Mac and a Windows PC at the same time. And huh. so I can install and run PC games on the Windows partition. And I installed Dark Souls because I decided I was going to commit and play Dark Souls. Okay. Due to technical issues, uh, I mean, te- not technical issues because it works, but due to um, like not having as much of a online community as I had hoped and just generally being kind of like, I don't want to play the game on my computer. I want to play it on a TV. I decided I'm going to commit even with the lower frame rate and general like shittiness that that game had. I am committing to playing Dark Souls 1 on the Xbox backward compatibility thing via Xbox One. You never played Dark Souls 1? Dark Souls 1, I never did. I did two twice. I've done three. I've done Bloodborne. I've never finished Dark Souls 1. I remember Dark Souls 1. That's when Travis started on, and it was tough. I believe I'm already further than he was. Yeah. He got to a point where he just gave up. He was like, this is too much work. Well, and I was nearly ready to, uh, even with this new, like, committed, I'm going to fucking do it thing, because the game is difficult (laughs) it's difficult but also i got used to improved systems for dark souls Ah. 2 and 3 like the menus are absolutely horrid in dark souls 1 like just figuring out what gear is better than other gear takes for fucking ever and it's they don't make it easy huh? no i mean like it's just they were still figuring everything out and they thankfully improved everything in dark souls 2 and 3 when it came to inventory management and controls and just everything got a little bit smoother it's still hard it just got a little smoother and dark souls 1 is both difficult and also hard to like because there's so much about it that is so awkward um but i've decided i'm going to fucking do it i'm now currently three bosses into the game Ooh! so So. you beat that pig thing the pig is not even a boss Oh, he's just a roamer. It's just an obstacle. Like, Jeez. yeah, no, and the the pig took me a while because that thing is the trick to the pig. For anyone who's playing Dark Souls one for the first you time, get up there and you just hope it can't. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's fully armored. The goal uh, is you have to get behind it and do a backstab, which unfortunately makes it look like you're stabbing it in the asshole, which you are. Yeah, and that's what kills it. That's uh, what it takes. He dies from anal bleeding. Yeah, which is fine. They're the they have similar. Uh, like, instead of an armored pig, they just have giant, like, Okja. Okja. Yeah, they have, oh, they have super pigs. you're killing Okja. In Bloodborne. And the best way to kill them is to shove your entire arm up their ass and kill them. It's real weird. Man. So, yeah. So, I'm playing Dark Souls, finally. Good for you. Who knows if I'll finish? Who knows you how long will, it'll take? Because you have integrity. I do. We'll see. Um, and, uh, another game I'm not playing right now, but I'm looking forward to it. I actually just bought it today. I thought it wasn't out yet. And then we watched the trailer together. In front of me, you bought yeah. it. We watched the trailer and Wait. we found out the game is out. Yeah. As of the 11th. Like, yeah. Like nine days ago. Yeah. So I decided I will buy it. And I did. You did. And, uh, right before this podcast. Yep. Literally. And, uh, yeah, the game is called Black the Fall. It is a Square Enix uh, sort of two and a half D side scroller. There's a lot of comparisons between it and Inside or Limbo, um, and uh, it looks like a dark narrative single player two D thing in some sort of weird communist dystopia. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I might. I imagine I'll be playing a couple things while I'm playing Dark Souls, just because Dark Souls is kind of heavy. Yeah, and it's hard to stay in that world forever, like, alone. Yeah. You need need other stuff. Yeah, I'm going to 
finish what I'm... I mean, I only have three more episodes. It's Telltale's. Piece of cake. Yeah. Yeah. And then you gotta... Now this could start like a slippery slope where after Life is Strange and now this, you might get like way into some Telltale shit. And there are some real good ones. Really? There are. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead Season 1. Wolf Among Us. Okay. Okja. Just saying. Okja. Oh, God. They can, they cannot make an Okja series. It would just be too much. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, are you looking forward to any games? Is there anything? Uh, 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 all I'm looking forward to is Comic-Con. Yeah. I haven't really thought about any games. as a, Well, I am... I was kind of looking forward to Marvel vs. Capcom, but then that was Mike's favorite game, so that ruined that. <laughs> you can still enjoy that game. It's okay. Yeah. I just need a little bit to, a yeah, little while to get over that. You didn't lose that in the breakup. I didn't, but he did teach me how to play it, like with strategy and a little bit of skill. Take the good and move forward. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Because there's a time you got to go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. I fucking love that theme song. It's so good. It's almost as good as Golden Girls. Almost. Uh Uh-oh, you're thinking about it. No, I mean, thank you you for the facts of life. Thank you for being a friend is a good theme song, but it was a song before it was a theme song. Like, it's that's a piece of a pre-existing song. That's true. The facts of life is a special song that's on its own. Yeah. Ah, it's so good. Anywho. Anywho. Um, so uh time for Rob's little vinyl corner with the vinyl frontier. No, we gotta oh. do your word of the oh, week. First we have to learn. Gotta learn something. Teach me My something. Chillins. Uh the word of the week is fate. Fate. Like F A T E? No. F E T E. Fate. Oh. It's a noun. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that's I've, a tough one. I've, it's like it's so short. I have no idea. Um, is it some sort of like a challenge? That's a feat. Oh yeah, that would make more sense there. Um, I have no idea. What is it? It is what I am doing tomorrow. I'm going to a celebration or oh. a festival or entertainment. Those with social anxiety would consider that a challenge. That's true. <laughs> a fate is a feat. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I did not know that one. Yeah. I'll probably forget that one. Does it's it say cool. what the language of origin is? Is it French or something? I'm just curious. Does it say? Ooh, I didn't look it oh, up. Oh, no. It's, it's um, no no big deal. I was just curious. I, I'm thinking it's Old English, but... Oh, all right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I'll curious. I'll look it up. Tell me about your vinyl so, frontier. On the vinyl frontier, um, just uh, this week, I've had some exciting stuff arrive. Uh, the soundtrack to a game that I was fascinated by, but really, really sucked at. I was terrible at it. Uh, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Oh, wow. I've never played any Oddworld games. Oh, my God. Uh, the first, what, three are all really great. Stranger's Wrath is actually quite good. It's just very different. It's a first-person shooter where you use live ammunition. So you actually have to capture animals and use them as your ammo. Sounds like Earthworm Jim. It's real weird. Um, and it's Oddworld, so it's kind of fun. So that soundtrack just arrived. And then this is not a game soundtrack. Oh, you're right. Yeah, French? Old French. Boom. Yeah. So I was right about something at least, but... It means feast. Oh. So that's what it's from. It has from. obvious connections with Spanish, fiesta. 
in Italian. Festa. Good to know. Huh. So, um, not game soundtrack, but still super cool and also made me feel appropriately old. Uh, The 20th anniversary reissue of Radiohead's OK Computer came out called OK Not OK. And it is fantastic. Like, it's a great album anyway. They remastered it. It's real good. Comes with a bonus uh, disc of B-sides and unreleased tracks, Hmm. which is really cool. And, like, the Crazy Uber edition comes with, um, like, two notebooks of, like, notes and sketches from the band and um, a cassette tape of a bunch of, like early sound checks which is how they got like the riff for no surprises like it's really really cool oh, that's cool yeah so that arrived which i was very excited about as a radiohead fan especially as an okay computer fan it's a just beautiful set it's really cool hmm. and then lastly on the vinyl frontier this is not out yet but um it's gonna be out uh real soon as of i believe today if you're listening the day it comes out and this is the thing that i was going to bother you to try to get from comic-con and i don't think this is going to surprise you probably not does it start with the c it does the soundtrack to contra is being released by mondo <laughs> oh my god that's that sound it yep. makes when you click first player and it is uh <laughs> it is limited to a thousand units at comic-con in Shit. A, and i gotta get two of them if you can uh in a tri-color konami color record um mondo right mondo yeah also yeah if you can get it i will buy it from you um also um at least for all of us who are not going to comic-con they are selling a two-color variant via their website oh really yeah at i believe the same time i think it's launching uh sometime tomorrow i'm gonna be watching my uh twitter like a hawk so yeah. I can get in on that because, and if I end up with two copies, one of them that's a two color split and one that's a Konami tri color split, so be it. I want cool. it. But yeah, I'll, well, I'm so excited. I I'm going to try my game. best, and I appreciate your efforts. Thank you. Win the or hardest lose, part is finding them because yeah. it's amazing there. Win or lose, I'm still excited. Yeah. So me yeah, too. That's that is a very exciting thing. As soon as they announced that they were um, partnering with uh, Konami and they were doing the Castlevania series, of course, everyone was thinking the same thing. We yeah. were all like, "All right, Contra, Silent Hill. Ooh, yeah, when are those coming?" And they've already done Contra Three: The Alien Wars. Yeah, they've already done Silent Hill. So now we're hitting the big one. Here we go. Ah. So excited. Yeah. Oh, speaking on a Final Frontier, I discovered a song that you probably know um, from the video game Portal. Still Alive. You just discovered Still Alive? Because I haven't played Portal. Oh my god. Well, you, I'm obsessed. If you play the game, the song is even funnier. Oh no, that's the one I, that's the, the version I, I have in my Spotify. No, if you play the game though, just the things that she says throughout the game... Make the lyrics of the song oh, that much better. Oh, okay. Well, I gotta play. Yeah, you do. That game's amazing. Yeah. Well, the song's amazing. It and is I know the of, game's amazing. Yeah, it is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Still alive. <laughs> and then um, they did a they did another song for Portal Two that was really oh uh, I think it's called Want You Gone and it was really good too. Hmm. Was yeah. good as Still Alive. Yeah. But absolutely worth it. Yeah. I I discovered it in this article I was reading about like twenty 
songs and video games that are amazing, but you wouldn't know about them if you don't play video games. And I was like, okay, I wonder which ones I've missed. There was some from Witcher. There was one from um, uh, Skyrim, I think. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, it kind of ran the gamut. But um, yeah, and then I was listening to Still Alive, and I was like, shit, this is good. It really is a great it's song. ironic, don't you think? Sure. <laughs> well... Are you, is that all for Vinyl Frontier? That is it for that, yes. Well, you better hold on right there because you just got stuck in a graphic jam. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so on graphic jam, I am going to talk about witches. Witches? Yes, it's a um, graphic novel by Scott Snyder and Jock. Scott Snyder wrote it. Jock did the artwork. And um, really fucking scary uh this is just volume one i don't even know if volume two is out yet i don't really know i just finished this one and i'm kind of obsessed with it even stephen king on the cover says it's fabulous a triumph but um yeah really graphic uh do not read it in your room with the lights off and a flashlight because it will creep you the fuck out. That sounds great, actually. Yeah, it was so awesome. It kind of reminded me of like a mix of Jeepers Creepers. Remember the film? Yeah, yeah. Mixed with, um, I guess, The Witch. Because the cover, of course, made me think of The Witch. Well, the thing about this is they aren't like typical witches. It's more of like, I mean, they're, they're creatures, but they're called witches. And it's like an ancient evil that lives in the forest. And you can pledge to have a witch take somebody you know away from you and they grant you a wish, anything you want. But to pledge someone means they get to keep you and eat you. And they put you in their cauldron and like that's how they stay alive. But they'll grant you a wish to feed them, basically. It's so twisted. I love it. That's crazy. Yeah. So very grotesque. Um and it's cool at the end, um, what's his name, uh, Scott Snyder s- tells the story of how he came up with the idea for it, and it was kind of creepy. Let me see but this yeah, thing. Go, the images are very um, visual, I will say, detailed, graphic, sometimes well, bloody, it sometimes... Actually, it looks like it's actually, I mean, of course, it's on smooth paper, mm-hmm. but um, it looks like its original drawings were on like a linen. Or something. Uh, There's like a texture to everything. Well, and they show you at the end how they made the each page. So they took it, the ink, and then they put it into Photoshop. They colored it. They added like a paint splash to it that was done with like acrylic and oil paints. And then they fused that into the pictures in Photoshop. That's cool. Yeah. So they have really cool looking pages. Yeah. I actually got that for Travis for Christmas this last year. Oh, and so he read it, and now I got to read it, and it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool, yeah. I mean, all the pictures are very, very noisy with all the, the splatter. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's, it's really pretty cool. and ugly and all the above. Yeah. So I recommend it. Yeah. Nice. And um, it follows typical horror tropes. Yeah, it, it's a new twisted kind of frontier. So nice. Yeah, I, that's if I'm gonna be stuck in a graphic jam. This seems like a good one to. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's, that's pretty a cool. Good one. Yeah. Neat. So. 
Nice. News. News. Um, I only have one bit of news that doesn't, like, now that we've covered the Game of Thrones is back. What's that? Um, right now, there is a big PlayStation Store sale again. Shut it down. It's not as it's good. It's like as, H&M. There's a right? sale every day of the week. <laughs> it's not as good as the, um, as the mid-year sale. I'll just come around and say it. It's still pretty good, though. I, you know what, though? But I, I did look through it, and Firewatch is in it, and yet it's still regular price. I'm like, why is Firewatch in this sale but regular price? Well, there are, uh, there are things that are actually are on sale. That's weird, though. Um, I think there's like there's a button at the top. I think that says like stuff selected for you. It's the stuff they recommend, and those are digital titles that are not necessarily on sale. They threw a bunch that weren't on sale at me. But if you hmm. click the button to see all the things that are on sale, there's a lot of stuff that's like sixty percent off. Um, and so uh, it's happening now. Even when you listen, it's still there. It's still there. Um, they will be updating it on August 1st. I think they're doing it four weeks in a row. I, I think so. And I think August 1st, though, is the last batch of new titles that are oh. going into it. So it might be like two weeks and two weeks or something like that. I'm not sure. Gotcha. But um, it is called the Totally Digital Sale. And, and I love the graphic for it. <laughs> and it is it's so retro. It is only stuff that is sold not in stores. So it's all just Indie stri- games strictly and, digital. Yeah. And like just yeah, random smattering. I just looked at the list really fast. Um some noteworthy stuff. Salt and Sanctuary, Darkest Dungeon, Human Fall Flat, Inside, one of my favorite games of last year. Uh Broforce. I love Broforce. So that one's on sale if you don't already have it. Uh, Nog, which I finished last week, mm. and um, and one other one. This is and it's funny. It's actually they they're calling it the totally digital sale, and this game is actually a game I played on disc. So I guess that rule of it being like one hundred percent only available digitally is not true. Um, uh, it is a game called the Talos Principle, which is a first person puzzle game that deals with great existential and religious questions, and it is so great it's uh one of the first games that i think it was the first game i played through last year really and it's really good huh um and it's like write it down yeah uh it's yeah the talos principle t-a-l-o-s like the god talos principle and um yeah it's it's great it's a 50 dollar title normally and i think it's on sale for 20 and or 17.99 or something and it's it's great um yeah it's a there's not a whole lot of games like it, I don't think. Hmm. So, um, okay. Yeah. So, I'll look into it. There you have it. I'll watch the trailer, see if I'm obsessed. Wow. <laughs> and then I'll decide. <laughs> Just can't feel like that much. I'm sure it's great. So, cool. Yeah. Sale. What else? What else you got for me? That's all I got for news. That's 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 the, the end of well, my story. I have a few things. Uh, firstly, a man named David Ramirez of Arizona kills his brother for not letting him play video games. His bail is set at $750,000. Wow. That's a fucked up family. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got on that one. How old was the guy who did the, the killing? They're both in their 20s. Like 24 and 25. How or... could one of them not let the other person play video games? How is that thing? Uh, he could... was watching TV. Um, already and the other brother came in and i'm guessing the other brother had a little bit of mental like well something little something going on because he just apparently snapped so weird yeah so yeah okay next bit of news we now have a name for the new Atari console. Oh, yes. Actually, I meant to, to bookmark that to talk about. Then you can say it. The Atari box. Isn't that it? Yeah. 
which um, they've also given some information that everyone is extrapolating, but no hard answers. No hard answers. It sounds like it is a retro system that is expandable to also play new things. That's what a lot of people so are theorizing. So it's just like a new console. <laughs> Except it, sounds, it sounds like it's, I mean, uh, at least from the, all the articles I read, which there are no answers from Atari yet yeah. at this point. But everyone's analyzing all of the ports uh, on it. And they're sort of coming to the conclusion that it looks like it is a system that um, yeah, will likely come preloaded with a bunch of old Atari games. That's cool. And then possibly be expandable via USB flash drive or something to possibly get more retro atari games i and wonder if it will come with a joystick it should better like a paddle yeah yeah and then um but then also the rumor is that it was because given that it is based on pc architecture it should be able to also support new, new games. frontline releases because atari's still making games for yeah playstation yeah they're Xbox. still software developing yeah um Another great thing about style-wise is you can either get it in the wood-paneled or you can get it in the sleek black. Which, wood-paneling all the way. Oh, totally wood-paneling. Yeah. I'm so there. Yeah. Yeah. That will probably be the one that sells out all the time because, uh... Because, yeah. yeah. Anyone who cares is going to want the one that looks like an Atari should look like. Totally. Yeah. I'm obsessed with wood-paneling. Even on cars. I love woodies. Oh, Jesus. And my dad is actually restoring a woody right now. Really? Yeah. He likes to restore cars. And so woody is his new his new frontier, apparently. Nice. I'm like, shit, I want to take that damn thing to the beach when it's finished. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Nice. Look at all the boys. Because I am single. <laughs> and ready to mingle. And ready to mingle once again. I wait for no man. I jump from one to the next. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounded wrong, but eh, eh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, oh, this is crazy big news Ooh. that we didn't talk about. After twenty-seven years, Steve Whittier. No, that's not oh, his name. Oh yeah, the voice of uh, and Muppeteer of Kermit the Frog is fired from Disney. Yeah. I think it corrected my spelling because I don't. It's been sad watching the that story sort of develop. It seems like, you know, for a minute it was just like don't you know no one knows why, and then now it seems like more and more people are Ah. coming out and speaking out about him as uh, the way a man and the way he handled things. Yeah, apparently he wasn't very um, compliant. Yeah, and so I don't want to. I mean, it's hard to take anyone's word for it because everyone has a horse in this race who's chiming in. Like, you know, it's either the Henson Company or him. Yeah. Um, but either way, it is sad to know that the Kermit that we grew up with is no Since longer. Since 1990. He's been doing it 27 years. Wow. Um, so it's weird, actually. The, the Yeah, I guess the initial Kermit I knew was not him. It was uh, Jim Henson. It was Jim, yeah. Yeah, because, of course, Great Muppet Caper is I think that. Jim's last film he did, right before he passed away of pneumonia, was... Um, the Muppet Family Christmas, which mm. is not very well known, but yeah. it has like Sesame Street in it. It has the Fraggles in it, and I have it. Oh wow! And it's so good. We'll watch it. Okay, good. It's one of my favorites. But um, and I was right. His name is actually Steve Whitmire, and I think my computer just corrected the spelling, thinking I was talking about Whittier, California. <laughs> That's not a real name, Whitmire. Like, we won't type that. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound like what I typed, but <laughs> okay. So yeah, Steve Whitmire. But yeah, it's so sad. But whatever. What are you going to do? 
But he says he would love to go back to the company if they would have him again, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't seem It seemed like their their biggest pet peeve with him was that he wasn't good with contracts. Like, he wouldn't allow an understudy. Mm. So, which means that if it was, like, a smaller, like, B-level event or something, like a book signing or something, yeah, he he didn't have anybody to go out and do it for him, and he wasn't going to do it on his own because he kind of was on his own high horse. Mm. So, I guess they had issues with that. I don't know. They each have their own story, but it's really sad. So, anyhow. Like, it seems like there are no real winners in this and that like yeah the Muppets have lost uh, a talent and a man who sort of made his career doing this character is no longer doing it either like it just seems like everyone is sort of out um, on this and there's you know I don't know who really benefits aside from one new voice actor or several new voice actors. Well, it's actually somebody who's over. been with the company already for a while. Oh, really? And I forget his name, but he's taken over and I was like, oh, but can you sound like Kermit? Because sometimes like even the guy who do, um, does the voice for Fozzie, and I don't even know, he should probably do the voice for Fozzie too, right? I thought it was the same actor. Frank Oz was Fozzie back in the day. That's right. Thank you. And Miss and Piggy. Piggy. And yeah. a few others, yeah. Okay, so never and mind. Yoda. <gasps> yes. So, that's that. D23 happened. D23 did happen. And none of us were there. Nope. None of all of us. Nope. All two of none of us. Well, uh, one of our listeners <gasps> and, and a friend from work was there. And what did they say? Uh, he was there mostly to um, support a friend of his who was one of the writers on Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ooh. Because there was... Ralph a, breaks the internet. Because there was a new scene. There, there, there was a scene from Wreck-It Ralph 2 released um, involving the Disney princesses. And so that yeah, was... Yeah, uh, I heard the Disney princesses were the, the highlight... I hear, I hear it went over very well. Like the yeah. scene was very well received. So, um, yeah, I know he was there for that, but I didn't actually get to pick his brain a whole lot about the rest of mm. the D23 experience. Aside that, it was very yeah. busy. It's very busy, and I'm just going to kind of go, to go over what they announced. So, Toy Story 4. It's supposed to come out June 21st, 2019. Okay. I know nothing about it. I have mixed feelings knowing that it exists, but if it's as good as Toy Story 3, I Three can't complain. Three was... And two was great. I didn't like two, but I loved three. Three is my favorite of the Actually, series. I don't know if I saw two. <laughs> I think I only saw one and three. A lot of people really like two. I was not one of them. Um, I love one for what it sets up, and three is just so, so good. So good. I saw it twice in theaters. I wish it one best picture instead of the King's Speech. Oh, I love the King's Speech, though. Toy Story 3 was better. For me, anyway. Yeah. I also thought the social network was better than the King's Speech, and I also actually would have no, rather seen. I in, don't agree there. Like there were three movies that year I would have rather seen win Best Picture. It was uh, Social Network, Toy Story Three, and Inception. I would have rather all three of those. Anything Jeffrey Rush is in deserves to win, so he was in the King's Speech. Sorry to say, give him an award for acting. Don't give it to the movie. Yeah, the movie. Eh. The movie deserves it. Thank you. Meh. <laughs> but the King's Speech. It was Oscar so bait. Good. Oscar bait. Really? You think so? And oh I'm my, not even a, a fan oh of God. Colin Firth. It was a period piece but about someone. But I'm not someone, a fan of him and I still loved it. It was a period piece about a man uh, overcovering, overcoming a struggle. It had accents. Of course, all the old Academy voters fucking ate it up. They couldn't handle I, it. I ate it up. Well, you should be an old Academy member. Downton Abbey for the 
the Emmys or yeah. the Academy Awards. <laughs> um, so yeah, Wreck It Ralph two. Ralph mm-hmm. breaks the internet. I guess just like Kim Kardashian broke the internet, so does Wreck It Ralph. Yep. Um, The Incredibles two. Yay! I'm ready for that. Yeah, the and they did like a little teaser trailer with Edna. And all the um, fashion designers and supermodels talking about her and wanting her clothes is really cute. That's awesome. Yeah, I posted a link to the D23 stuff on Twitter, and you can find the link to that in that article. Um, A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. All I can say is Oprah. I love it. Every thumbnail of that movie is Oprah. She looks amazing. She looks like a Final Fantasy summon. Amazing. Yes. Which I, I saw actually a meme about that earlier uh, today. Um, but like, it's definitely what it seems like they were going for for her look. Totally. And Star Wars The Last Jedi, of course. Um, and they did do a cute behind the scenes little video, which is also in the article I posted. And uh, Avengers Infinity War, of course. The Lion King. Oh, the live action one. The live action. That's directed by John Favreau, I believe, right? Who did uh, Jungle Book? Yeah, it looks like the same animation. Mm. And what are you most excited for? Wreck It Ralph two. Really? Yep, I loved Wreck It Ralph so one. Surprising, because I didn't really care for it. I loved, I loved Wreck It Ralph. Uh, I hated that little Candyland girl. If they'd announced another Big Hero six movie, I'd be more excited about that. Uh, I loved Big Hero six. Like, I really liked Wreck-It Ralph because, I mean, just the video gamey thing, part, it was so fun just because it, you know, was full of references and it was, I do feel that Wreck-It Ralph is probably one of the best video game movies ever made, even though it's not based on any particular video game. It's just using video games as setting and reference more than um, story. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I... Uh, this one should be interesting because yeah. it's more of, like, a commentary on like BuzzFeed and those sorts of like internet well, garbage. Yeah, I know that like the internet like or the um Tumblr, I believe. Like they they basically took Tumblr and sort of made her into a character voiced by Taraji P Henson. Oh my god. Or goodness. something like that. Like Taraji P Henson is a new character who is like a facet of the internet embodied. And so I'm I am very curious be interesting. where they're going to go with this for Wreck-It Ralph. Um yeah. Yeah. I so. don't know. That's the that's the one I'm most excited about. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm most excited. I maybe a wrinkle in time because I thought the trailer was cool. What? And I have not seen the trailer, and I have not read the book. Oh, and I read the book like in sixth grade, and I have I do not remember it that's at like, all. My sister read I think the entire series multiple times, and I kept meaning to read it, and she bought it for me as like a Christmas gift a couple Never years ago. Read it. And no, within like within like six months, she called me and she was like, "Oh, I was talking to somebody about a wrinkle in time, and maybe realize I really want to read it." Can I borrow it? So she borrowed it, and I just never got it back, which is fine. That's the first of the series. Well, like, but it was like the whole, like, she bought me the box. So it's like, what, A Wrinkle in Time, A Wind in the Door, A, Sith, a Swiftly Tilting Planet, and then there's, like, two more. And actually, the other two she didn't even know existed until she bought me the box, because huh. she read the first three um, wow. as they came out, I guess, or not as they came out, because one of them's, the first one's really old. But she read them growing up. Yeah. So. I, I didn't, Yeah. I didn't. I've only read A Wrinkle in Time, so there's more. Whatever to you. All right then, Jesus. <laughs> so I'm guessing they're gonna do like a Narnia series where they don't actually finish it. 
Yeah, or uh, you know, Golden Compass. Oh God. Which, cause yeah, it's such a bummer when you start a series and you don't finish. It's such a bummer, and that movie was kind of awful. But Nicole Kidman looked gorgeous, and that's all that really mattered. No, that you can't just have that holding your movie up. Just the same as you can't have Jeffrey Rush being the only reason you Nicole award a Kidman Best Picture award. We're gold. Meh. Gold. Oh, well, good like for the her. Compass was gold. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I never saw that movie either. Actually, and I haven't read those books yet either. I, I hear, hear the good. books are fucking amazing, well, but hear, the movie yeah. was awful. I hear by the time what, book two is done, it's just, it gets real dark. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, the they are... Um, kind of like Harry Potter. Yeah, they're they're heavy, so. Yeah, I gotta read those now. You've, you've inspired me. It's actually, you can, uh, it's, I think it's on Amazon, The Golden Compass, you can watch it. Oh, the movie? Yeah, Prime, yeah. Mm. I want to rewatch it. Maybe it was HBO, but whatever. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. I need to remember why I didn't like it because it just looks so intriguing. But anyhow, you have a crush? I do. Um, Are we going there? We're we're going there. Oh, we're so going there. So my crush is um, Marcus Holloway from Watch Dogs Two. Oh wow! Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, like, and it's I gotta say, like Watch Dogs Two. I mean, I like the game a lot, and um. Like I played through Watch Dogs One, I actually finished it. Um, that's one that's on sale too. Watch Dogs Two, yeah, it's it's good. You should play it if you haven't. Uh, I believe yeah. so, or it was just on sale. Maybe I'm thinking of the old sale, but it was on sale. If it's not now, because yeah, Watch Dogs One was fine. Uh, but you know, it had your standard grizzled, late thirties or early forties white dude protagonist. Yawn, boring. Boo, uh, Aiden Pierce, boring. Dumb. But then, Watch Dogs 2, taking it to San Francisco, giving us a youthful, black, hip protagonist. Cool. Like, awesome. Yeah. Tubular. <laughs> wow. That sounds not very sincere, the way you're saying Kawa those things. Bunga. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Marcus is, is really fun. Like, he's, he's nerdy and just in tune with the social medias and all the sort of stuff. And he's a rebel and... Um, yeah, like there's something really charming about him, and um, I actually very much enjoyed all of my time in the Watchdogs world because of him and his it's, cohorts. Yeah, but um, but I really like yeah, and um, I've been this close. I'm making a gesture of little tiny space between my fingers. By the way, I was this close to I buying. You were pinching my head. No, squishing my squish, head. Squish your head. head. Uh, to buying like the uh, UB workshop replica of his jacket. It's super cute. It's like really? a purple sort of bomber jacket type thing. Like it's like a and it's and it's reversible. Um, God, if they made a Chloe jacket, I could see that doing would that in a heartbeat. So be there. So um, mm. yeah. So that's cute. that's my crush. Yeah, I like him. Um, how's about you? Uh, you know me. I'm going for the white bread guy, as typical as all my crushes are. <laughs> um, Roderick Forrester. Okay, from... that is the whitest name ever. Thank you. Oh, from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's the ruler of House Forrester. He is crippled yet capable. And um, even though half his face looks like a zombie tore it apart. He's still fucking hot in my eyes. Wow. He kind of looks like a hipster in Silver Lake, but he 
you know, is just Game of Thronesy, but he has half his face ripped off. All right, then. And it's very sexy. Well, yeah. I'm glad you can see past the, the yeah. face being ripped off. Thing. Even in zombie mode, he's pretty handsome. So. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a good picture slash video of uh, Man in Marcus jacket. It's just, it's a cute jacket. Um, and you know what? I'm sure that underwear, you know, remember those Long John's underwear from like the that century medieval Long John's? Yeah, yeah. That'd be really sexy on him. Like if we ripped his clothes off and he put him in the Long John's. What do you think? Roderick? Yeah. I don't know what he looks like. Oh, I'm about to show you how dare you not say anything i was i should have known that i'll smile and nod i mean, no as soon as you said for forester what's his last name yeah here he is oh yeah but this is when his face is healing a little bit he's not as zombie-ish here okay yeah he's cute yeah, yeah. i hate his hair but i mean i like he's got, uh he's, wait, the part yeah it's just, i don't know it's a little like fisher price or like lego helmet um Ooh. but like good beard good face yeah yeah. I like that he has a permanent scowl. Yeah. He's got um, eyes that tell a story. I can see like that. Like a telltale story. His eyes could tell a tale. Yeah. Is that what I'm trying to say? Sure. <laughs> and, so, and look how oh, yeah. look how nerdy and adorable. I like his glasses. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's cute. Yeah, he's just he's like I, I think also one of my favorite things about him is that he actually um the neighborhood I live in is very much um, sort of skate culture Orthodox influence. Orthodox Jewish. Well, it's it's like it's a very yeah it's it's a heavily Jewish neighborhood, but like the Fairfax district is also for as many uh, like Jewish stores like you know Chabad and Ataras, there are also. Um, like for every one of those, there's like two skate shops yeah. or um, you like hip hop. Uh, yeah. Like Ruka Supreme. A lot of like Stussy has a store. There's a lot of like, yeah, designer skatewear, designer streetwear yeah. clothes. And um, it's my, I love my neighborhood. It's an interesting mix. Yeah. So you got the women's council, like Jewish. Um, <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, Yentas. Yes. <laughs> No, but I'm talking about the donation center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a thrift store. Yeah. And then you got like this hip skater store right you next door to it. You're paying 150 bucks for sneakers. <laughs> yeah. And um, and like one of my favorite things, though, is especially seeing um, like similar to the movie, uh, kind of the movie Dope, um, you we're seeing, I think, more and more of uh, like these really youthful um like these youthful black kids who are just really into skater culture. Mm -hmm. And it's something so cool because like they're kind of geeky and like lanky and awkward. And like they're buying these really cool clothes from like the Odd Future store, mm -hmm. which is, you know, what uh, like Odd Future is what Tyler, the creator, I think. And Pharrell Williams is involved with Odd Future. And so like it's and Pharrell Williams has actually been a big sort of uh, kind of at the forefront of hip hop meeting skater culture. Mm -hmm. And there's something really cool about the two of them coming together. And so I've been uh, fascinated and really um, it's kind of fun just watching the neighborhood just because it's so full of these really hip kids that are also kind of nerdy. Um, and so, yeah, that's actually kind of more of what Marcus Holloway, I guess, kind of taps into with that is that he is very like modern and savvy, but also kind of a geek. Hmm. So what kind of underwear do you think he wears? Marcus Holloway? Yeah. Boxer briefs? I'd imagine so. Or, so. probably, or just regular boxers. I think he actually probably wears um, 
what are they called? Uh, no, like, yeah, like the, the long boxer briefs, not the square cut trunk boxer briefs, but like the long ones. The ones that go like, you know, kind of like almost to the uh, knee. Ah, they almost look like swim shorts. Yeah, like it's it's like a sport brief or something like that. Yeah, it's like where it goes like long. Sports brief. I think that's it. Yeah, because I, yeah, because I always thought boxer briefs, yeah, boxer briefs are always the longer ones, actually, when I think the, um, the, the square cut trunk is like the short leg version mm-hmm. of the boxer brief. I can so like, see that. I can see more in the long ones. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Cute. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. And next week, well, I mean, I'm going to just say it now and maybe he'll be here and maybe he won't. But my brother is moving away from L.A. as we talked about. So hopefully sad. he will be on our next week's podcast, which I haven't even asked him yet. So if he is, great. If he's not and he can't do it. Pretend we him. didn't say anything. Yeah, we didn't say anything. No. But I'll also be talking about all the shit I encounter at Comic-Con. Which I look forward to hearing because yes. I have to live vicariously through you. Yes, because there's a few parties I'm already like have on the list to go you to. You social butterfly, okay. you. So I have things to do, people to see, you know, networks to create. And um, yeah, so it'll be our little Comic-Con edition after the, the storm. <laughs> Before the storm. Oh, but we'll be after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Satine the Dream and on Twitch at Satine. And you can follow me on Twitter at Fast Danger or on Instagram and Twitch at Mr. Gladstone. But I warn you, if you watch me on Twitch, you're typically going to see me play Uncharted multiplayer and just yell the fuck out of... I lose my temper so fast and sometimes i feel really bad <laughs> on the upside your eye is back to normal so i imagine you're streaming again yeah it so. is thank you and yes i am i have been good yeah and you can follow the podcast at bit different no at bit diff podcast on twitter instagram and facebook <laughs> don't shake your head at me <laughs> or you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com yeah let the record show just shaking my head in disapproval <laughs> don't you shake your head at me <laughs> and new episodes every wednesday and would you call would you oh god damn it now uh, i did it would ooh. you kindly follow rate and comment in itunes and google play we're yes, watching. Oh, we got a new comment. We did. Let's read it. Get that shit up. Yes, if I have time. You start talking. I am talking while you look up a thing I was not prepared to fill this time. Oh. But uh, Say a rhyme. here we go. I No, no there'll be no rhyming. Yeah. I operate on an A, B, C, D, all the way to Z rhyme scheme where uh, you probably will not really hear an intentional rhyme anyway. Well, that was... A really bad waste of time. Right? Thank you. Uh, I'm doing what I can here while you are scrolling. I got it. Okay, good. From Minutia Men, which is another podcast. Ah. Yeah. They say, well, headline bit different is awesome. A great podcast on gaming. Even if you're not a diehard game player, you'll enjoy this podcast. Great hosts who are extremely witty. Highly recommend. Thank you, Minutia Men. Five stars. We have... 30 reviews now. That's awesome. Yeah. We got out of those 20s. Those angry 20s. Now let's make it to the 40s. <laughs> let's get over the hill. Yeah. Yeah, bring it to years. It's like, great. Now that we're in our 30s, I mean, things can just randomly stop working. Yeah. Oh, and it's so true. Yeah. Like, I, 
time for our reviews to start having sudden, unexplained neck pain. I mean, my eye almost fell out. Yeah. Hell, I'm having hernia surgery later this hernia year. Hernia surgery. So yeah, I mean, like, it, apparently the 30s are just the time for things to start fucking up. Fucking up. Anyway. I mean, there's a list, but I won't go over it now. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening to us and cheeowsies. <laughs> Bye-bye.